0: Hello and welcome to Two Idiots and a Hippie. If you like what you hear, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Also leave a review. If you don't like us, that's cool. Thanks for trying. You don't have to leave a review though. We have enough of our own negativity. If you'd like to contact us, you can at hippie at gmail.com or via the Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Though I imagine most of you have actually skipped this part and you were 100% right to do so. So with no further ado the episode hello and welcome to two idiots and a hippie i'm stephen one of the idiots and due to covid the other idiot and the hippie can't be here so it's just me so this is the first proper episode very exciting and today i have a few cryptid creatures i'm going to be discussing but first a segment called what's annoying me this week these are in no particular um, order of annoyance but number one is the Nationwide artwork, the ones with the annoyingly cringy poems. So there's three different ones that I've seen, but there could possibly be more. Uh, one is simply a black dude. The second is a blonde girl with short hair. And the third is some girl and her gay best pal in a photo booth. Um, who are Nationwide aiming these artworks are? Because they're definitely not the people who bank with Nationwide. The people... Um, that would enjoy these adverts don't have any money, I'd say. They certainly don't have enough money to put into that bank. They're too busy in um, Starbucks writing their novels, or um, browsing, but not buying from real foods. Although maybe they're actually behind Nationwide getting stoned, but that's as close to Nationwide as they're getting. I'm sure Nationwide is a good uh, building society. I don't don't back with them, I I don't know. But their advertising team just uh, sucks balls. So um number two is the Yahoo Weather app. Um I find these on on my iPhone. I imagine the admin for the app lives in a blocks of flats somewhere. And um hourly just sticks his head out of the window to see what the weather is like. Oh, it's um it's snowing to it's snowing just now in. Update the app. It's gonna be snowing for the rest of the week. An hour later he sticks his head out again. Oh it's sunny now. Change it up to sunny for the rest of the week. Um that's the app update. If I wasn't so lazy Yahoo, I would delete that app, but luckily for Yahoo, I am so, so lazy. Uh, So number three of the things that are annoying me this week is the actress Sophie Turner. So you'd know her from, she played Sansa in Game of Thrones, and she was Jean Grey in the X-Men films. The newer X-Men films. Um, I don't know her personally, so I can't comment on whether or not she is as a person. But she is an awful, awful actress. Jeez Louise, she's bad. Um, anybody who's read a Song of Ice and Fire books knows that Sansa is an absolute boot. But uh, Sophie Turner manages to outboot even Sansa. Bravo! And Jean Grey in the X Men films. Listen, if you can't do an American accent, then don't. You know, I think we'd all been fine if she just stuck to an English accent throughout that film. It would not have made any difference to the horrible plot a horrible film. like It wasn't her fault the film was dreadful. It was, it was poorly written. and But that's not what I'm moaning about today. I'm not moaning about the X-Men films. That could possibly be a later episode. I'm just moaning about Sophie Turner. She is dreadful and she needs to be stopped. So um, that's it. That's it for um, what is annoying me this week. Um, and now, on to the cryptids. So this section of the podcast is about cryptid creatures... And we'll be doing an ATZ of the ones that have caught my eye. Feel free to get in touch with any you'd like to hear about. Um Facebook page, the email address, kick right in. Um I'll be covering location, description, behavior, sightings, and what what this creature could possibly be. So today's beginning with the A series is the Afunk the first cryptid is called the Afonk, which is a fresh water monster from Wales Um it comes from the Welsh word beaver the cognate Irish word which means dwarf and derives from another word for river which may signify a water spirit now there is actual like words that describe these but I, I'm not even gonna try try and, and, and say them another name is called for it is called the donk hmm so what's it look like apparently it is described as a giant beaver crocodile mix which you know coming from wales uh, is perfectly normal uh, perfectly normal pairing, knowing what and who the welsh like to mate with that's a joke you know i quite i quite like wales you know i've been there once it was it was all right um and of course i love things that come from wales i love Gavin and Stacey although Gavin and Stacey would be 100% better if the character Stacey just wasn't in it. Um she is the most annoying character in the world. Um I just blank it out now. You know? I like I've I've seen I've seen that program so many times and to me it's just it's just called Gavin and Gavin and his his many adventures to wheels. That is it because she just does my head in. Okay, sorry. Get back to the funk. Um, so it's behaviour. What does it do? Uh, apparently, it causes flooding, and drags people into the water. Mm, lovely. Um, and it's found like all over the place in Wales, next to rivers and pools. Um. There's a lot of places that, it, so it's like Lynn y which is the Beaver Pool, um. Betws y Coed, in Conway, Wales. Lynn Barfog and Lynn in K in Guru Wales. Lynn Glaslin Poyn in Wales. What's with what's with the Welsh language? I'm sure it's beautiful when said with someone from Wales, but I've just absolutely murdered that. Um the significant signs of the funk, let's have a look. Um, ooh, King Arthur. King V King Arthur is said to have slain an in, in Lynn Barfog. So that is a hundred percent, hundred percent confirmed now. Because if King Arthur says he saw one, King Arthur says he killed one, that is uh, uh, that is enough for me. Hundred percent, hundred percent confirmed. Um, a little less famous person than King Arthur, uh, a boy called Oliver Vaughan, uh, sort of pale head off of an animal in Lynn Glasson from the slopes of Snowdon. in 1930 You're not quite am um, King Arthur there, Oliver, but you know I'll take your word for it. And really that's all the signs like that I know of, of of this animal. So in my opinion not not taking King Arthur's um, word for it, I don't I, I don't think it exists. But you know it might, it might. What do you guys think? You know, um, send us a be email saying whether ye or nay, whether you believe believe it's true. So moving on from their funk to the Fonya, which is a giant hominid of northern Europe. So, apparently, six Russian teenagers, not saying drunk, but Russian teenager together, I'm going to say drunk, gave a large, hairy hominid this nickname, which actually comes from the Russian name, "A fancy, um, which came from a popular Russian um, film in 1975 about a drunken Soviet plumber. The best kind of Soviet plumber, I'd imagine, um, which is also this, this drunken plumber is also on the Soviet era beer bottle label um, if you ever went back in time and wanted the beer you could probably find this um, so the physical description of the afonia is he's about 78 foot um, tall um, body hair mostly light grey with lighter and darker patches, dark skin round head, wide forehead face wrinkled, reddish eyes and set wide apart It's just just describing Russians, is it not, you know? Um, Arms hang to the knees. Yeah, Russians. Though light-coloured buttocks. Well, I suppose there's not really that much sun in Russia, is there? So, yeah, I suppose uh, he wouldn't really have a tan on his bum. So, apparently this creature is um, nocturnal, stooped-over stance, and sometimes knuckle walks. Runs very quickly and smoothly, climbs trees with some agility. So that's kind of what sets, in my mind, sets apart from like Bigfoot and stuff like. Because you didn't really hear about Bigfoot climbing trees, you know. Usually they're a big creature, but you always see them on the floor. Every sighting of them is on the floor walking, you know, and hiding behind trees, never in a tree. Um, apparently, the call is a mooing sound. So. What these drunk Russians are here is a cow, but you know, well, let's 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 see some more, and maybe it'll change my mind. <laughs> May live in cabins when they are deserted. This is just a Russian person. What they what they what they're describing here is a a hairy Russian person who's is like homeless, you know, living in people's cabins. May steal dogs for hunting or companionship. Throws rocks and sticks as weapons. You know. This is just like describes every single homeless person from Edinburgh. So I imagine like homeless people from um, Russia can't be that much difference. Um, the distribution of this creature is in the Kola Peninsula in European Russia. So the significant signs of this creature is, um, as I said earlier, a group of teenagers on a fishing expedition to Lake Lovozero in the Murmansk region of Russia were pestered in their cabin and chased for several days in August and September 1988 by an aggressive creature they named fonya. As I said, they were in some homeless guy's cabin. He was pissed because he, he wanted to go in there and have a sleep, You know, All his vodka was probably in there. And yeah, he's throwing stones at them. Uh, it's also seen by a local game warden um, Maya Biyokov and a team of researchers visited the area shortly afterwards and succeeded in catching a glimpse of the euphoria. Oh. They returned the following summer and uncovered tracks, hair, feces, and additional testimony. Um, he's a poor homeless guy, you know. He's like, he like. I imagine there wasn't the a toilet in the in in the cabin, so he's out pooing in the woods. And then this this chick rocks up and steals his poo. My God, I'd be annoyed. Um, Bionka. Um, developed a specific call, and that the Funko call uh, responded to, and and she answered to it. I imagine she's like, "Hey, homeless guy, are we in your house?" And he's like, "Yeah, that'll be that'll be the call that that she was shouting out to him." So she was apparently able to entice it to the cabin where the teenager stayed. Her assistant Nikolai Damalin used a different call equally successfully. The team carried out experiments using tape recordings of animal sounds uh, that included the calls of primates. One of the creatures went to the cabin in response to the sound and left footprints. Strange whistling was recorded several times and an analysis by Leonid Yershkov. Huh. So, you know, I actually do believe in these sort of things. I know I was joking there, saying about hairy, hairy drunken Russian homeless people. But, you know... I do kind of believe in these sort of creatures. You know, like Bigfoot and Dogman and stuff like that. Um, but it's hard to tell because in Russia, there's like, what? what is there? You know, it, like, it's a big, massive open space. There's a lot of trees, but there's a lot of snow and, you know, just direness. So, like, what would this creature even be eating? You know, like, maybe like, I suppose there's reindeer and stuff like that. But I'm not 100%. Like, I understand, like, in Bigfoot and, like, in heavenly forested places... Where there's like berries and game for it to eat. But in the middle of Russia, this does just sound like some poor, you know, homeless Haiti guy that's living up there and gets just getting annoyed by, by teenagers and by, you know, some researcher that comes in trying to... Well, he's just trying to have a sleep. He's just trying to sleep off a hangover. And this chick just comes in and just annoying him by, re, like, re, playing recordings of monkeys um, and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I'd be annoyed too. So, what do you guys think? Do you think this is real? You know, send us a email saying your name. So, moving on from the Fauna to our last cryptid of the day is the Ahool. It's a giant bat-like creature of Southeast Asia. Uh, it's named after the the noise it makes. Ahool. Um, the physical description of this creature in flight looks like a like it's like a fruit bat, known as a flying fox, but larger. Dark grey fur, monkey-like face, large black eyes, flat forearms, topped with claws, bat-like wings, wingspan, 11-12 to 12 foot. Uh, feet. Feet said to be pointing backwards. Hmm. Um, it's said to be nocturnal. Squats on the forest floor with its wings pressed against its flanks. Flies low over rivers in search of fishes. Um, its call is... I'm not going to do it, but it's a hool, a hool, repeated three times, said to kill people with its claws. Jeez. um, it's found in mountains in the western part of Java. The a significant sighting was by Ernest Bartels, who is the son of noted ornithologist M. E. G. Bartels. So apparently, Ernest was sleeping near. Oh, all well, these places are all weird names. Sinjikol, Java, Indonesia, in 1927, when he was awakened by the sound of flapping wings and the call of the animal that sounded like a hool. Um, if I remember correctly, um, there was a TV show called Destination Truth with um, Josh Gates and that was great that was a great show actually yeah and he went searching for this as well uh, and he he never found it Um but i think he recorded sounds that kind of sounded like a hole so hmm, there's like there's a, a possibility this thing actually exists you know um uh, the possible explanation for this is an, an unknown large bat with an enormous wingspan um or possibly a, a, a micro bat suggested by Carl Schoker. Hmm. So yeah, I'm, I would say that this, there's a good chance that this actually exists. If I remember correctly, there's a lot of cave systems around about where this is found. So there could be this massive bat, you know, like living in one of these caves just coming out at night. Just, just uh, happens to be some random people around to see it because I think where it's positioned... There's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of like indigenous people. There's no tourists. There's only like just random people coming and exploring, and that's that's when when it gets seen, you know. And then you know it's probably shy. So sees like a human and is like, I'm getting out of here and going back to my cave." So that's why it's never been seen. So yeah, I'd say there's there's more of a chance of this being a real thing than of the funya. I would say. But, you know, as I said, you guys, you know, send an email and tell me whether you agree or not. And, um, yeah. That was our episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to read more about the cryptids featured, please read the book, Mysterious Creatures, A Guide to Cryptozoology* by George M. Eberhardt. Um, Great book. Loved it. Um, If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave a nice review. We're very sensitive to um, criticism here. I'm joking, but uh, please be cool. Feel free to send us emails or go to the Facebook page, uh, telling us what you liked, disliked, and any suggestions you have about the show. Hopefully, have a new episode out for you in a week or so. Thanks for listening, and this is the idiot Steven saying a uh, bye bye.